Hey, this is uh, Everett Nelson. I'm the photojournalist for the Topeka Capital Journal. And this is Tim Rencher. I am a reporter for the Topeka Capital Journal. The trending news beat is what I cover. I am also the history guy. I've been doing videos since October 2016. Um, they run every other week, and they're about some aspect of Northeast Kansas history. So, Tim, what got you into history? I, I thought it would be kind of interesting to start this podcast off. Uh, kind of reintroducing who you are and what got you into um, learning so much about history and producing these videos. It was August 17th, 1970. I was six years old. Um, I've been born in Topeka, lived here pretty much all my life for except a couple years at KU. And on August 17th, 1970, my grandfather, Edward Rudolph, um, there was a, the birthday party for my uncle. And we got talking about history. And I I was six. I was reading voraciously at that point. And he said that, you know, he was really into the Old West. And a lot of that history of this part of the country was from the Old West, bleeding Kansas, the Civil War, and then, you know, Wild Bill Hickok and all that stuff. And so he used to provide me these Old West magazines that uh, he was getting. And I learned that uh, Charles Curtis, who is an American Indian, Native American, was from Topeka. He was the only vice president of the U.S. So um, my mom used to take me to the Historical Society on Saturday mornings, and I would read books there. And then as I leave, there was this painting of Charles Curtis, and I would say hello and goodbye to him always as I left. And so got a big kick out of that. Um, then at age 16, 1980, I got a job as copy clerk at the Topeka Capital Journal. Um, and that turned into me becoming a reporter in 1986. And instead of... Um, writing about history. I was actually covering it as it happened. And that's what I've been doing since. So covering history is a little bit more than the the, the researching and, um, I guess, creating the videos out. So what is it about um, becoming a reporter at that early age that really influenced you to kind of keep on pursuing and do the video series? In 1986, um, I actually did a feature story, but a story about how the Topeka Rescue Mission was uh, might go out of business. They were in deep trouble financially, and people opened their hearts and their wallets, and the rescue mission got out of it. And I saw from that that I could, you know, while I wasn't exactly making history, I could help. I could do some good things. And so that's one reason that really got me to enjoying it. And another part of it is that you see so many interesting people. You know, you meet you know, people like Nancy Landon Cassabaum and Mitt Romney and Kathleen Sebelius. So the average person does not get to see these people firsthand. Uh, as a reporter, you actually get to see them and talk to them. And you feel like you're experiencing history. It really brings history to life. And um, so partly in 2016, when Tomer Quinn, my editor, suggested that we also do a history segment, it's like I have the best of both worlds. That's awesome. So what do you remember what the very first history guy was then? Yes. The very first history guy was about the albino woman of Rochester Cemetery. There's this woman who is, you know, rumored to roam the grounds of that cemetery. And I actually went out there and shot some video um, myself in the cemetery that was part of it. Um, yeah, there have since been more than 200. That's excellent. So 200 videos, they're all available at CG Online as well as our uh, YouTube page, which is uh, Topeka Capital Journal. Um, 
the the most recent one that we just did that's going to be releasing uh, this week. Today is February 23rd, so it'll be out on uh, the 25th of February 2021. <laughs> you go and put the full date out there. Uh, is over Buffalo Bill, which is kind of interesting how you mentioned how your grandpa and starting on the history of the Old West was kind of your start. So what was it about this one that wanted you wanted to pursue uh, and, and do your history guy over? Well, again, this was the Old West theme. Um, but what really got me on this, it was October 14th, 2018. And I was speaking at the Valley Falls Historical Society because sometimes I speak to organizations in my capacity as the history guy. And a fellow there named Frank Shrimplin said, did you know Buffalo Bill lived in Valley Falls? And I said, I did not know that. And he's like, yeah, it was during his younger years. And so I researched it. Buffalo Bill, he was born 175 years ago this week in eastern Iowa, February 26th, 1846, 1854. His family moved to Kansas. And his dad actually was a uh, – he was in favor of making Kansas a free state. And his dad's brother was pro-slave. And that made some of the pro-slavery guys really upset. One of them stabbed Buffalo Bill's dad, Isaac Cody, in a lung. He died three years later at age 45, and the stab wound probably had something to do with it. Um, But it also forced Buffalo Bill to grow up quick. At age 15, he was riding in the uh, Pony Express, then he fought in the Union Army, then he got a job shooting Buffalo for as food for railroad workers who were building the railroad across the prairie and um, became known as Buffalo Bill. And then it was after that that a uh, fellow named Ned Buntline, who was a writer, guy in his 40s, Buffalo Bill was still in his 20s at this point, tracked him down and wanted to write some stories about him. And you see, Ned Buntline was a guy who never let the facts get in the way of a good story. And he wrote a dime novel that was about Buffalo Bill's life. It made a lot of money. And um, then Buffalo Bill started acting, and that's how he got into the performance thing. And it was funny because for a while there in the 1870s, he was actually being a scout in the Indian Wars. And for example, in 1872, he won the Congressional Medal of Honor for gallantry in an Indian Wars conflict. But then later that December, he started acting with Wild Bill Hickok and another fella in a play. That's what he did that for a while. It was just alternate, you know, the thespian and the frontiersman. And then he, 1883, he actually started the famous uh, Buffalo Bills Wild West shows, which were outdoor programs. And they would uh, go from city to city. And um, he appeared seven times overall in Topeka, first as an actor, and then with his Wild West shows from 1881 to 1914. So a lot of people got to see Buffalo Bill all over the world. In 1887, when uh, Queen Victoria of England, they had her 50th anniversary celebration, and Buffalo Bill's Wild West show was there. And um, Kaiser Wilhelm, the future Kaiser Wilhelm of Germany, was among those in the audience. So Buffalo Bill was known worldwide. He was kind of a big deal. That's interesting. And also, so within the video that will be released, you talk about actually ads that the, the Capital Journal um, placed back in then, correct? Yes. Well, I went online. Um, there, There's a Buffalo Bill Museum in Wyoming, and they had a website that 
said it had listings of all the the exact dates of all Buffalo Bill's appearances in many, many cities. And of course, I'm a little bit skeptical of stuff I see online. I realize not all of it's true. So I said, I am going to go to the Topeka Shawnee County Public Library and look in the Topeka Daily Capitals for all seven of these dates that it listed between 1881 and 2014 and see if he really was here every time. And he really was here every time. Each one, there was an ad or an article or both. So I took my little cell phone and snapped pictures. Um, and those images are part of this week's History Guy video. It's, it shows that not only was Buffalo Bill part of Northeast Kansas, living here as a kid, but he came back a lot. Yeah. I mean, that that is quite a lot to, to think, having a show that big come through its peak. And this is obviously um, in that era where shows were the – the most vibrant entertainment that you can have. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the shows mostly took place in the fall. There was one in June, um, but of course you you couldn't be carrying an outdoor Wild West show around in the middle of the winter. Of course. They weren't doing that. And and they were in areas, they tended to be in areas like, for example, the show in 1900, they just said 14th and Topeka Boulevard. There was not a building at 14th and Topeka Boulevard, but there was an outdoor area where they could put on a show like this. So that's that's interesting how um, you you use actual Topeka Capital Journal archive to include in your uh, in most of your videos. Um, was there anything kind of interesting about this one specifically that um, you really had to be some far-reaching research on? Um, obviously, the, the the tip from the Valley Falls Historical Society kind of led off this whole thing. Um, is that is that typical for your videos to to do that sort of research? Yeah. It is. On this one, it was probably far-reaching, more far-reaching than most because I went to seven different old Topeka Daily Capitals for accounts of Buffalo Bill. Um, I found photos of him on the uh, Kansas State Historical Society. Um, But probably always there's some research in the old papers. Um, This was one where I got the tip from the public and I like my tips from the public. Um, Then there's a lot, there's a long list I have of stuff that I just want to get to eventually. And I knew I wanted to get to this eventually, but I tried to make the videos germane to the date. Mm -hmm. For example, you know, I might do a video about a person on the hundredth anniversary of their birth or something like that, Mm -hmm. or of an event on the, 50th anniversary of its happening. And here we have Buffalo Bill's 175th anniversary of his birth coming up this week. So it made sense. Of course. Well, this uh, video will be released uh, Thursday, uh, February 25th. Again, um, we'll be launching this podcast then as well. And then uh, they'll be available on our YouTube page, on our websites, uh, cjonline.com. Um, and obviously, this is going to be a um, bi-weekly video series uh, from here on out as well as with this company podcast. Um, so if you guys want to subscribe, review, rate, that'd be excellent. Uh, Tim, any last uh, final words to, to get the listeners and the watchers uh, engaged in your History Guy series? I'm just going to try to make it interesting, and I would encourage any suggestions you guys have to help me bring history to life.